Today's daf is daf Dalet, and we'll go back to the end of Gimel Amudet because um, there's what to talk about here. And we sort of were rushing in the year, and then I cut it short, if you remember. So let's have a look now. Some screen sharing. Let's have a look. The Gemara asks, Rabbi Yochanan, the following question. Rabbi Yochanan, Bayi, haya omed berushut harabim v'zarat v'gigdem v'kalta mahu. So the other Mepharshim, Mekorob and Eida, the Pnei Moshe, all seem to feel this is a parallel sugya to what we have in Mesef Shabbos in Babli. Uh, meaning, just there, the Lashon of the Bavli is, And he got a Vechazar Bekiblo and went in, then went ahead and catched, caught it. So it could either be Yachid the Rabbin, but generally we're talking about, say, He throws it, runs after and catches it himself. Okay? However, as we've seen previously, that we're not always compelled to say the Rishalmi is Mamash aligned with the, with the Bavli. And therefore, Reb Chaim here, I'm saying therefore, but Reb Chaim says, it's like the case on the right in the picture. Not that he ran across to catch it, but he's standing in Rosh Rabim, He throws it, sticks his hand out, and catches it in Rosh Hashanah. Are you high for that? Now, I have to explain something very important here. Now, this I, I spent a long time in trying to understand this. Um, I, I looked at the article. The article explains it like the Korban Eder in the English, which is actually a lot more content. But there's a footnote, actually, in the Hebrew version that says you have to, to appreciate Rabbi Chaim, you have to look at what he says in Dafval. And it's on Davav, the way he explains more detail, which is um, as in Daf Hay according to our learning, but I'm saying the Davav in the Dufusa um, uh, Ozvahadar. It's there that he says is that, that Rabbi Yochanan, there's a, under, how do we understand someone's hand, right? Does it go Batar Gufo or is it Batar Lurashut? Okay. Rebbe's of the shit that goes Batar Gufo, and that's the discussion we're going to have in Mitzvah and tomorrow's Daf. However, Rabbi Yochanan, his question, according to Rabbi Chaim here, he says, it's, no, it's batal agave reshuto. So it's if it landed in the other reshut. It doesn't go batal gufo, it's, ba, it's batal reshut. So that's why he explains it in this way, of reshut, that the person standing in reshut sarabim, he throws it and catches it in, the hand, in his hand in his hand in reshut sayach. He doesn't, have to, doesn't actually move there. Okay? Yes? Question? So that means Lamaisa, he's standing in two reshuyot. We'll, we'll see that. That's part of the discussion. No, he's standing, he's standing in the Rishos Rabin. He hasn't put his foot in Rishos Rishos Yachid. But the question he's is... standing, what, well, but he's into Rishuyot. Well, his hand is like in Rishos Rabin. That's part of the discussion. Is it like his hand is in Rishos Rabin? Because you'll see it in a minute. Part of, the, part of the question is, his full body is still in the same location. So really, has this object even moved? That's part of the question of Reb Chaim. And as always, we're going to continue the Shira like Reb Chaim. It might be similar to understand like the Korbanader and Pnei Moshe that makes it like the Bavli. But we have to be faithful to our derech here. <clears throat> so the Gemara says, Isn't this like what we've already learned? Kalta acher, kalta kelev, or nisra papator. If, some, if um, you, you throw an object, say, Dalar Amos, or Shusrabim, or something like that, and then a dog comes and grabs it, or it bursts into flames, we miss one, or kalta achal, someone else catches it, then it's pator. And ponder of Shuma, B'Shem Rebizir, we're talking about, that's Bechataf. Bechataf means someone snatched it midair, or the, or the dog jumped and caught it midair. If Acher was actually just landed in the hands of Acher, this is kind of what we got up to yesterday. What difference does it make if it landed on the, in its intended destination on the ground or someone else's hand? So in other words, our question is not regarding the first case where he snatched at midair, but rather if he's just, it was at its intended destination and he put his hand out and caught it. So it's not case of Chataf, it's just Kalat. The question is, he says, So why in the case of Kalat Acher is he, if Kalat Acher landed, Taman Huzarak Vacher Kibel? 
that in that situation, someone else is the, the person who caught it. Baram hacha here, who's a rak So let me just explain that. In other words, what's the question here? Why would it be different by you catching it in your other hand compared to somebody else catching it in his other hand at the intended destination? So Reb Chaim says, Aval hacha makom sham chazar so again, if you look at the case, like we said, Rab Chaim, where you're standing there and you just throw it into a shakhi and it lands there, if it was somebody else catching it or someone else is over there and catching it in the intended destination, clearly Chaim. But you haven't moved. You've thrown it and caught it with your hand in other Rashud. Yes, you can say battle to other Rashud, but maybe it's different because you yourself haven't really moved. Okay? So again, which, that, means that now, which means that now we hold that his hand is like the Rashud Sarabi, like his goof. Well, not necessarily. But what's part of the question, really? In other words, is it really... Uh, uh, that's a part of the struggle I was trying to understand with, uh, in the Shittar Reb Chaim. It's much easier to say if we're talking about, you know, running to another location, okay? And you end up catching it yourself. Does that... Is, is it different? That's why, again, Korbanet and Moshe. But I don't think it's saying that. I don't think it goes Achara Guf. Because part of the assumption of this whole question... Because if it was if it was Achara Guf, there's nothing... The question doesn't even arise. Okay. The question is because again, I'll read the language of Chaim. This is the best I can but do. The boy was the boy was because he st- because he catches this in another in another reshus. So we might have fear, we might have thought that because we catches this in another reshus, that's why he was higher. But since the hand goes after the goof, that's why he still says potter or the other way around. No, I don't think it's saying that. I think it's saying it's a whole assumption. Of the- oh, okay. So you're you're saying the base of the base of the question does it go a goof or not? Okay, am I right? So you're saying that his question is, does it go bataraguf or not? But I think no, again, but Chaim, saying... as far as I understood what you read, Chaim holds clearly that until now, until this point, that the, the hand goes after the goof. I mean, what I just read now, Bram Hacha, who's the Rakbuhukibel? Yeah, Tamam Lama Lama Ruchaya. Okay, fine. So in other words, you're saying maybe this again, in other words, generally we say it's Batalurashut, you're saying, but in this situation, maybe it's Acharagufo. Okay, something like that. But again, again, the important thing, based on what he says on, on the, tomorrow's daf, is the assumption of this question is usually Yado doesn't doesn't go bataraguf, and it's it is um and it, and it's batalagabray short because if one bataraguf if it, if it always said bata if it was like shita rebi there goes follows the guf there's nothing to talk about if it's bridging to rishio there's not the question doesn't get off the ground okay and we'll see that um coming up in, it, it, we go to that position soon enough as well which is part of the confusion when I was preparing the daf okay but let's continue. Where are we? So, but yeah, pshita leishu Why even say it's pashut that it be chayav? Why? Ilu zarak. Now, that's why I'm saying it's not. You can't say Rabbi Israel. Now, you've you've got pater in front of you, correct? If the pshita so he changes the gears to chayav. So this is what I'm saying now. It can't possibly be that um, carbonator changes it as well. Sends the same So it is So again, it can't be what you're saying that the that the suffix is whether it goes bata goof or not, because the problem is we're saying this is because it's one goof, right? It is bata but maybe because it's one goof, even if yado is bata, it goes acha is bata Maybe we say it's not chayev. Now, what's the proof? Let's say you threw it with the right hand and caught it with the left, like I've shown the pictures. Wouldn't he be chayav? Why? Min hadem piv u piv lav ke'acher hu v'kas small ke'acher hu. What are we talking about? 
If you remember, yes, in this case, uh, this is the complex case that's repeated itself. Sometimes you learn a complex cookie, you think um, I'm done and I put it aside. But now we're almost learning this cookie every single day. This is the case of the person who is on the iskupa. This is Shita Rebbe Mayer. Now we're working with Shita Rebbe Mayer, who says you can have mul- you can be over multiple uh, isurim at one time. Kodshim, uh, Me'ila, Nota, all these other things. And he tried to add a Shabbos as well. And we qualified the case was talking about the person where the, he was bridging over the, the, the threshold of his house. If you remember, and there we said that when you put it in your, you pick it up off there and you put it in your mouth, it's the, the mouth itself is Kamosha Huncha. Okay. The, the, the Garon, not like Shita Rabbi Yossi was Cholek on him in the Garon itself. So there you see that it's not, we don't say it's all like one body. Okay. We see that putting in one and putting in the neck is like Ka'acher. It's like a different location. So therefore we can say that despite the fact it's one body, not like you were saying, and we say that nonetheless, if you pick it up, if you if you're um, you throw it with one hand and catching the left hand, it's ke'acher dummy. It's like somebody else catching it. And since that yado is batel rishut to tell other rishut, therefore you'd be chayev. Okay, that's kind of the uh, the idea. Okay, so I'm Rabbi Yoda. A counter argument. A counter argument could be sorry. A counter argument could be that that second hand, which is now over the rishut rabim. Is not really Arba Amas into the Rishus Arabim, so it still belongs, like 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 no. in Tchum Shabbos, it still belongs to his to his. Uh, the first thing we're going from Rishus Arabim to Rishus Yachid, that's okay. Okay, so but, Rabin, okay. okay. Uh, if, the, the issues of Karmelit we're going to get up to in a moment. If you, if you put your body in the way, we'll get to that. Um, but so that sort of connects it to yesterday. But uh, partial case, it's Rabim to Yachid. You're throwing one to the other. Now the idea again. Let's just make it super. I clear. Surrender. Okay, the it just makes it super clear. The assumption is according to Rab Chaim that the Yado Bata And the question was maybe because it's one goof is an exception. We learned from the case of a piv, the case of the Shidre Meir says you chaim in Shabbos Mishmuatza that the hand and the and the piv is considered two different things. So so to a hand one hand another hand should be a herdamal. Okay, so I'm reviewing him. Pshita leil Rabbi Yochanan shezarak biyamin vekalat besmol shulchayav. According to Rabbi Yochanan, he says it's obvious. According to Rabbi Yochanan, that he throws with one hand and catches in the other hand, he'd be chayav, because at one hand and another hand is is considered acher. Umad srichalei. What's the suffix? Bezurek biyamin vekalat biyamin. His suffix was you throw it with the right hand and you use the other hand, the same hand to catch it. That was his suffix. However, Rabbanim the Kisrin say no. Rabbi Shimon b'Shem Rav Acha says, "I feel the rak be'amin ve'kalap small, even throwing one hand to the other hand." There's still a suffix in Tamer. But if you want to try and say, isn't it obvious it's chayev because of the case of of the piv? You know, we we said that when he picked it off the off by the doorstep with his mouth, it's like ka'acher he'd be chayev. So he said, "O piv kaven she'achla ka'acheri." He says no. When it comes to Piv, because Rebbe Meir says when it gets to Beit Gronau, as if it lands on the ground, that's why by Piv we say it's Ka'acher Danu. Okay, I'll read your Chaim in a minute. Uh, however, Baram Hacha, Yado Ka'acherhu. You can't say the person's body one hand to the other is Ka'acherhu. So therefore you can't bring a case from Piv. So therefore the suffix of Yochanan even applied from one hand throwing to the other hand. I'll read your Chaim. He says... That um, that when you swallow it, that's considered. It's beit grono even before it's the tummy. If you remember, we said beit bliato. Sorry, um, we say that's considered as if it's already hanacha. That's why it's considered. And it's already as if it's been placed down on the ground. If you like, 
And maybe we look at it as one body and you don't look at it as kacher. So in other words, again, what, what's the point? We have machloket here is what's a suffix of Yochav? Is it only if if it's only if you sort of caught it with the same hand? Because otherwise it's obvious that one hand is other than Or no, Rabbi Mikisri say no, even one hand to the other hand is considered maybe it's kacher. That's a suffix of Rabbi Yochanan. And don't bring a being a proof for the person that's swallowing it, because Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir holds that as you swallow it, it's kemishuhuncha. And therefore, uh, one's neck is obviously considered uh, kacher, but one hand to the other, we might still define it as one single body. Okay. And what about the same hand? You simply have you have the chafetz in your hand in Rishus Arabim. Mm-hmm. And you move it over, you. Uh, so that's the point. In other words, in other words, according to Rav Yudin, the first shita here in this debate between Rav and Kisrin, he says that is exactly the question of Yochanan, because if it was one hand to the other hand, it's pashut. We learn it from 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 the, the the case of piv. Okay, that's the question. So in other words, so far it's been unresolved. Okay, to Rav Yochanan. it sounds like essentially the the sofik is: Are we are we interested in the body of the individual? Or simply the chafetz. Yeah, well, it kind of. In other words, again, this is very importantly, this is the way Rabbi Chaim's explained the sugan. I've probably said a hundred times because this is according to again, this is again according to Rabbi Yochan who understands that the hand is battle rishut. Normally, that's how you define where it is. So, but the, and as you're saying, uh, do, could, do we slice the body up, or do we can look at it as one entity because the person hasn't moved at all? Okay, that's that's um, that's that's kind of the suffix. I think I've said what you said back to you again, but um, might not have. But anyway, let's continue. So another question is, <laughs> so so Ravmanas by Ravmanas the following question: Nata. So now, according to the Tzad, you want to say that each hand is considered ka'acher. Do you know what's beautiful here? What if someone takes kugogeret with two hands? Atarushasarabim doesn't carry one hand; carries in two hands. So look at this: the questions. So, uh, then it should be patum for carrying on Shabbos. Why? Because it should be considered like two people doing a malacha on Shabbos. You hear the beauty? And if two people carry something that doesn't need two people, then you wouldn't be on Shabbos. So, in other words, okay, you're trying to bifurcate this, this split this person in half, saying maybe when he throws into the hand, it's considered a ka'acher. Okay, but if that's the case, we look at two hands as being ka'acher, then, uh, then if you take a single object out on Shabbos, it's like two people carrying it. No, when you be patum. The Gemara says, no, no, you got that wrong. So, Amar Lei, Rav Chia Barada, Vadahu Basota. No, where do we learn the din of two people carrying something that requires one person you part? From the word Basota, like what requires. Velo Kentani Yachid Sheasa, Shnaim, Shnaim Shaloasa. Right? What's that mean? Meaning the din is already Rav Chaim, the din, let me just find it. The Chizem Nimaet Basota. The whole din of Basota is not to split individuals' hands in half. So they were talking about a yachid. Umi, and this is therefore you take one person takes up two hands, he's still a yachid. You don't look at it as two people. That's so clear what the what the gist of the puzzle is not. And what's interesting here is the, the Korban explains it slightly differently. He says, in other words, let's say a yachid did a malacha piecemeal, one after the other. Well, we learn from the Pasuk, Yachid Basadai Bichayev, as long as it was one person doing it. So clearly, if he does it two hands, it's like him doing it, if you like, twice. And then clearly he'd be Chayev. Okay? So in other words, it was a nice suggestion if you want to say that it's like two people doing it, but the Pasuk doesn't suggest that. 
Okay. What's happening? It's raining in the in the Rishus Yachid, and he's standing Rishus Rabim, and he catches some rain from the Rishus Rab from that Rishus Yachid, and brings it outside. He'd be chayiv. Okay. Why is that? Rabun Barachia b'Shem Rab Zira says bechotef. What are we talking about? We're talking about when he flicked it. He reached his hands and flicked some of this rain. I guess it must be heavy rain, and then flicked it over to the to the Rishus Yachid, Rab Rabim, and then caught it. Okay, because that way, that way he's done akira from one rishut and then hanacha in the other rishut. Okay, kenu ha in kalat if he just put his hands out to catch it and then brought it in, he'd be patur. Why would he be patur? Because ma ma bein natan lo acher ma bein natan lo shamayim. What difference does it make if somebody else put it in his hand, like the case of the balabaid and naani and a kadosh baruch hu putting it in his hand? If he didn't do akira, he'd be patur. So we say, Ata Karebi, Derebi, Avad, Avir, Mechitzu, Kamamasha. So this whole shit, the shit that says to be Bechotef, it must be according to Rebbe, because this is an important din of Rebbe that says, Avir, Mechitzu, Kamamasha, meaning it's like the idea what's called Klut, Kamisha, Hunchadami. Meaning the fact that it's in the air of the Shusayachid, that's as if it's already landed. That's why when you flick it out, that's why it's considered Yidid Akira. Because if it's not considered Klut, Kamisha, Hunchadami, it hasn't rested. And by flicking it out, you're not doing Akira Bichlov. Okay, that's a case of um, chata. Next. Let's say you were standing inside a shizachid and your hand is full of produce and pshuta lachutz and you extended it outside. And Shabbos comes in. Oops. You can't bring it back in. Why can't you bring it back in? Now here, Israel, just to make you happy, this is where Rab Chaim says, where this, is, this is saying, I'll read you now, this case is Midr We're not dealing, this is Rabbi Yochanan's behind us now. That's So here he's saying it's patur because this is the shit, this is clearly going to the shit of that your hand follows your body. So really Midarai says no problem bring your hands in. However, Midarabana and said you cannot bring it in. Okay? Now just share a little chart here. So it says as follows: This must be according to the shit that you're not allowed to mishmish Asara. Now this I want to give you a bit of introduction here. And that is, in the case of Pashat, and this is based on Reb Chaim, in the case of Pashat Balabait Lachutz Venatlo, when the Balabait sticks his hand across Rabbi and takes something out of the hand of the Ani and brings it back in, we said he's Chayev. Now, why is he Chayev? We need what's called Akira Mimakom Dalid. You need to take it from a place, from a proper area. If it's from the top of a stick, it would be Chayev. Okay? Akira Mimakom Dalid. So there's two ways to understand it. Either he's got a big truskal in his hand, a big basket that's four by four, Tvachim. Or it's like Rabbi Akiva, which is Asuli Shemesh Bavir Basara. What does it mean, Asuli Shemesh Bavir Asara? That means, again, the same concept of Kluta Kumoshevun Chadami. The fact that I take it from the airspace is as if I'm taking it from the ground. So it's as if I've taken it from a Komdala Dalit. You hear? So the Gemara is saying here, the fact that I can't bring my hands in from Rishus Rabim must be according to the Shita that says Asuli Shemesh Bavir Asara. That I'm not allowed to use the airspace of there. Why? Because it's Kumoshevun Chadami, it's if it's on the ground. Because if you didn't hold that, it's not resting on the ground of Shusarabi. I can just bring my hands in. You hear? Okay? So that's important. Now, Ravacha B'Shem Ravbas is commander Amasulish to Mishbavir Asara and Itani Tani Muta. There's two ways to understand it. Some people say you can bring it in, and some people can say you can't. Okay? Have a name Ramanda Mutar B'Shesh Sham Rochav Arba, Omanda Asul B'Shesh Ain Sham Rochav Arba. Now, according to Argisa, the Asul says is, is Ain Sham Arba. Okay, so he explains we're talking about what's Yesham and Einsham according to Reb Chaim is again both shit are hold is Asulishamesh Bavir Asara 
And what's the, the thing that has is it's four by four? That's we're talking about the doorstep. It's three to five off the ground. If it is four by four, then it's a caramelite. So when it's a caramelite, there's no problem in bringing your hands in because you're taking from a caramelite into Rosh Hashanah. I mean, on, normally on Shabbos, it'd be Asur, but you're allowed to do so in a situation where your hands were hanging over on the onset of Shabbos. Ein Sham Arba, then it's hanging over Rosh Hashanah Rabin. Reb Chaim actually says there's another gear so that kind of make, makes a bit more sense. When it's Yesham Rochav Arba, then it's Asur. And if Ein Sham, then it's Mutar. So the opposite of what we have. What's the difference? Because according to that understanding, we're saying it's mutalish temesh babir. In other words, it's not considered if it's resting on the ground. Yet, what's yesham rochav arba? That's if you're holding this trusco, you're holding a basket that has dalad al dalad. Because once it has a makom dalad al dalad, then you'd be high for bringing it in. Okay? So there's two different ways of understanding. The reason why he likes it is because in the maskana, because according to the havamina, it's mutalish temesh. According to the maskana, you'll see in a moment, it's asulish temesh, and then as meichadun. So that's why he likes it. Anyway, it's Amr of Yossi Barabun. It says, Bein Bazer, Bein Bazer, Kamanda Amar, Asulisha Meshbai Birasara. So he says, No, you got it wrong. That really everybody agrees it's Asulisha Meshbai Birasara. Okay, so however, so what's the what's the Machloket? He says, Michael, Manda Amar Asur Lamata Masara. What are we talking about if it's Asulisha Mesh? That's when the, the his hands are below Tentfachim from the ground. So therefore, and because Avir Rushuta Rabim only goes up to ten fachim. So if your hands are below ten fachim, then you can't bring your hands back in because you were. It's as if you do not kira from Rushuta Rabim bring the Rushuta Yachid. Umadama Muta, the 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 brighter that says you Muta, it's not a machloken. It's talking about the case where it was hands were above ten tvachim, and therefore you're in what's called a makam patur according to Reb Chaim, and therefore it would be Muta to do so. Let's continue. Haani Chayev Ubalabai Patur. Back to the Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda uh, B'Shem Shmuel says, V'hu, what? His hands have to be below 10 fachim from the ground. Okay? Um, fine. And that is because, again, because it has to be, if the Ani is in Rosh Hashanah then it has, it's considered, uh, it has to be, like, it has to be within 10 fachim from the ground. Now, very interestingly, though, we've been assuming now one's hands as not considered Makom Daladadalid. You'll see again the Korban Ada is Cholak here. He says this whole Gvar's going that one's hands, hands alone is considered Makom Dalad Dalad. So therefore, he says if it's above Asara, it's not that it's Makom Batur, it's actually considered a Dalad Dalad, above Tenzvachim, is considered Rosh Hashayachid. Okay? But again, I don't want to confuse us any more than I have already. Um, let me just read Ruchaim. He says, um, so sorry, did say, but we're talking about the balabait chayvan and part of gunshnatan balabait latoch ayado ani. The cases where the 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 balabait puts it in the hands of the ani, and the question is how high is his hands off the ground? So I'm Reb Zira, barachot min akotel arba. It must be that the ani is uh, this is <laughs> this is your sugya again, Reb Israel. That what that he's standing away from the kotel of a house for tvachim. Why? Because then you can say he's got the, uh, the Balabites taking some from Rishayachid to Rishayachid and the hands are in Rishayachid. However, if the Ani is very close to the door, then like we learned yesterday, the space between them is less than four Tvachim, and it defines as a Karmelit, and he would be Patur. So that mission must be talking about his standing far away from the door. However, Rebbe Leezer says, B'Shem Rebbe Shimon, uh, uh, says, no, I can even have the Ani right at the door. Why? He's putting his back to the door. He's going like this. It's like the Balabite's behind him and he's sort of going like this. Right? And that way, he's not making, the hand is not in between the body and the wall such that it's in a, a zone of a caramel. And therefore, the Balabite, I guess, is reaching over the shoulder of the Ani. 
<laughs> when it's giving the object, it's going from Rishotiyachi to Rishotiyachi. Okay. But if he's facing the wall, then clearly the space between his body and the house would then be less than less than Daladam, sorry, Daladfachim, and it would be considered the Karmelit. Okay. Rav Chisa B'Shem Ravashi says, Let's say um, we have a, we've got a, a stick sticking in the ground. In Rosh Rabin, it's Bo Asara, and importantly, here we've got a Shinu Girsa, according to Shinu So it's going to be very different to what you have in front of you. What that means is, if you've got a stick that's 10 tfachim high off the ground, from Rosh I can put it on top of that, because it's Yachit to Makambator, and from Rosh Rabim, I can put it on top of that, because it's just Rabim Makambator. But Vajol Yachlif means I can't go Rabim, put it on the on the Makambator, and then put a Makambator into Rosh Yachid. Why? It's obvious, because after a while, people are going to go, oh, what difference does that make? And then straight to Rabim Tiachid. Okay? It's in Rab Amar, Tarkus, which is something like a chest, a teva. It's ten tzvachim high and rochav arba'ah. And it's uh, four tzvachim wide. Okay? If someone is mishtamesh, meaning from it to rishos arabim, because that chest that's four by four tzvachim and ten tzvachim high is rishos ayachit. Okay? And we chayv and shabbos for tzvachim. Next, Tani Rebbe Shai, Menorashi Omedeb Rishos Arabim. Let's say you've got a uh, candelabra of some sort. That is a menorah, that's in Rishos Arabim. And all the uh, flowery stuff at the top, the top of it is effectively four by four Tvachim. We say that what if someone is, uh, uh, if you take something, object Rishos Arabim, and place it on top of this menorah back, that's transferring Rishos Arabim to Yachid. Which is the Chayav on Shabbos, it'd be Chayav. So Amr of Mara, lots of Davar Menorah, it doesn't have to just be a Menorah. El Afilu Kana, if you've got a reading Rosh Hashanah, Gvasra, Tent Fachim Hai, the Tabla Nutuna Berosho, and there's a board placed on top of it. Hamishtamesh Mitochel Rosh Hashanah, if someone takes from Rosh Hashanah to it, sorry, takes from it to Rosh Hashanah, or Shamia, Toki, be Chayav. In other words, all I need is a, is an area that's four by four. Ten fachim from the ground. I don't care if it's filled in all the way down. It could be hanging. It could be like a board on top of a stick. It's still enough to be defined as a rishut Okay. Next. Minay lemalam asra This, if you learn mesech to sukkah in Bavli, you'll be familiar. How do we know that this whole idea that 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 um, rabim goes only up to or carmelit as well? Carmelit uh, as well only goes up, goes up to um, ten fachim high. How do we know that ten fachim is considered rishut b'fnei And if it's rishut yachid, it has to be ten fachim high. Where do you get this kind of concept of tent fachim? So Rav Abushem, Rav Shimon ben Lakish says, "Vono adid dicha v'sham v'dibar dicha me'ala kapor tashal aronaidot." Now, what's interesting here? This is actually two sukim merged together, by the way. In other words, the "Vono adid dicha sham v'dibar dicha me'ala kaporet." That's is pasuk. That's Shmot Chavhei and Chavbet. Middle Chavbet. But then it continues mi bein shnei akruvim, and but the other one me'ala kapor is from a different pasuk. It says that's Bovav. This is a in Bamid, but not in Shmod, but in Zayin Peitet. It says Uvaron El Molam Wed Ladaberi To Vishmat called me the Berry. Ma'ala Kaporta Shel Ala Ron Edut. So you can see how we sort of merged two psukim together. But in any event, Viktiv Atemretem, you saw me, Kimina Shamayim, I spoke to you, Mishamayim, Dibartimachem. Ma Dibur Shenema La Halam Roshotacheret, just as the Dibur there was Roshotacheret, Af Dibur Shenema Khan is Roshotacheret. So Kadosh Baruch Hu spoke Mina Shamayim was separate Roshot. And he speaks me ben akruvim, which is also therefore considered different reshut, and the and the aron itself is considered ten tefachim high. 
Okay. The Bavli, if you if you learn the sugya, how do we uh, read Reb Chaim? He says Tanya be Gemara Bavlit. It says Reb Yossi Omer Lo Lam Lo Yardash Chena Lamata Masarat Din Go Belong Asarat Dichtiv Hashemayim Shemayim La Hashem Ba'artan Livnei Adam. Okay, that's that's sort of the two different zones, if you like. And and Bahainu Diafin, and that's how we learn from the Kaporet because I just speak to you from Ala Kaporet. Okay, fine. So we're learning it from the fact that Gosh Baruch Hu speaks. It came down, if you like, comes down in the Mishkan, Dibav the Aaron, and speaks, speaks Mimena Kuvim. Okay? So the Gemara says, Va'aron lo tishat well, The question, but one second, Aaron is a, is a Mavachetzi Komata. And Amma is six Tvachim, so one and a half times six is nine Tvachim. So he said, Debate Rabbiani Amri Kaporet Tefach. No, because you forget that Aaron also has a, a lid on top, which is a Kaporet. So Rab Zira Bai, me nine la Kaporet Chi Tefach. How do I know the Kaporet itself is a Tefach? So Tana Rabbi Chananya. Then Bar Shmuel, Kol Akelim Shul Mikdash Nitna Hatorah Midata Or Kan Varachvan VeNatna Shiru Komatan. That the um, all that came the Torah that gives us both height, width, and length. Chutz Mina Kapor except the Kapor. Shena Torah Midat Or Ka Varachvan. It gives its width and length. Velo Natana Komata, but again, it doesn't give its thickness or height. Tal Midena Miklei Katan Shul Mikdash. Let's take it from the smallest cleat. Either vasita lo misgeret savi tefach saviv. Either we're talking about the frame around the uh, the um, the shulchan. Ma kan tefach akan tefach. Or eno may learn it from the zera zahav from the zera itself, which was the miskarto, which was saviv. Ma kan koshul that was even a koshul afkan koshul. So how do we learn? Do we learn it from the miskar? Do we learn it from the zera? So he says meichedun. So what do we learn it from? So, so what now? How do we know it's a tefach? So Rav Acha Bar Yaakov Omer penei vein penei pachot mitefach. The penei, in other words, because it says penei kaporet, the panim of a katan is the size of a tefach. So that's why we learn that penei implies that it is, if it has a panim, it has to be at least a tefach high. Okay. Now, Rav Yossi, by ilumig dashia umed betoch But one second. You're telling me above tefach ten tefachim is a shub, is But one second. And you want to learn that from that Aaron too, correct? That Karash Baruch spoke mal kaporet. That's the problem. Because if you've got a... If you've got a chest that is inside a house, right? Migdashu batoch abayit. Gavoa kama kama. Shema einu mutale shemesh mitoch labayit. Am I allowed to take things out of that cupboard? Of course I'm allowed to take things out of the cupboard. It's not a rishut b'fnei because it's inside the bayit itself. Mitoch labayit, mitoch. So therefore, the aron that's inside the ohel moed is like the cupboard inside a house. So how can you say it's a How can you learn from that? So you say no. In other words, you have to remember the Aaron itself. There was a time where it was outside, meaning they would align the Aaron before constructing Mishkan around it. So that's the way Reb Chaim and the Korban Eder explain it. That that no, there is that's what the Gzerat Katov is coming on. Not the whole time when the Aaron was inside the Mishkan, but when they were lining it up. Then you see it was outside in the open, and the area region above it was a Rosh Hashanah. That's how we can learn from the Aron. Interesting that Pnei Moshe says is Al Pnei Kaporet is actually it's, this is almost like a Dechia. Explain that we can't learn it from that, but I'll let you see that in your own time because we're already over time. I'll just finish about um, now. We're just finishing. That makes sense if you say the Amma in the base of English was six Tvachim. Now generally Amma is six Tvachim. However. There's a machlok in terms of the kalim where they amav six tzvachim or five tzvachim. So if that's the case, command the amav was of five tzvachim in the base of Migdash, that means Aaron wasn't ten tzvachim high. 
If I take one and a half times five, that means that Aron was only seven and a half tefachim high. And even if, I, even if I put the kaporet on top of it, that was a one tefach, you're going to get to eight and a half. You're not going to get to ten tefachim high. So that's what leads us into tomorrow's daf, where we see that people learn it not just from the Aron, but from something else as well. But stay tuned for that. Okay, Koltov, have a good day, everyone.